Hello and welcome everyone. You are listening to Fundamental Shift. This is Rob Scott. Today I'm planning on talking about the ending of problems and how actually all problems are really just one big problem that we have. So let's talk for a minute about what I mean by problems because obviously um, with a topic like the ending of all problems, you know, some things uh, may end up actually being a problem where um, you know, you're dying of an illness or there's something like that. Um, I'm talking about the facet of a problem that is avoidable, but nobody seems to avoid it. The sort of real discomfort and unhappiness with problems. And also the fact that problems can be anything from, you know, damn it, I have to take out the trash to, um, I'm being mugged to, um, you know, I have to go into work again today. Why do I have to work? Um, Etc. So there's there's a lot of different ways that we can talk about what problems are. Um, the the thing that I want to clarify that's really kind of important here is basically at the core of all of those. Um, even if it's uh, you know I can't breathe right now. I'm, I'm someone's holding my head underwater and I'm unable to breathe. Even as dramatic as that, all the way down to you know oh I can't believe I have to take out the trash again. That whole range of of difficulty with being alive or whatever our situation is comes down to at the core of it, um, something is not as we want it to be. Something is, in this moment, different than how we would will it, right? So we've taken an opinion on the situation, and we're really unhappy with how uh, things are. And what's interesting there is if you look at that closely, that, if you just get that, if you just see that all problems are basically that, we are unhappy in this moment with our situation, then there's two roads you can take from there. And that is the birth and the beginning of literally ending problems for yourself forever, really. Um, So let's talk for a minute about what I mean there. If I'm in a situation where I've come up against something where I am not happy with my situation, I have a problem, I'm upset with something, somebody's hurt my feelings, whatever the problem is, in that moment, I'm sitting there and I can either try and make the world externally how I'd like it to be, which, by the way, is the winner. That's what most people do all the time. That's what science is trying to accomplish. That's what um, we're teaching everybody to do, to be resourceful and crafty and all these things to fix the world and, and make it your own. If you're a powerful person, you're able to uh, have power over a situation, have power over people, have, um, you know, uh, control. Uh, We all want control. So that's the normal way to approach a situation where you're unhappy with your circumstances. Um, The other way to go with that, just to mention it because so many people miss it, is one of acceptance actually of uh, surrender to the moment and actually seeing what's going on in the moment and being still. And the problem that happens when we try to fix the external part of the problem when we try and bend the world to our will is that we've had slight success at that. We've actually learned how to build automobiles and build houses and you know we've learned to have problems and solve them by creation and whatnot. And don't get me wrong, those are all wonderful things and I'm not taking anything away from them. The problem is is that they've led us to believe that we can fix all our problems on an external level. That we can um, you know, if we keep evolving and we keep changing on an external level, 
we'll be able to bend the world to our will uh, perfectly. And obviously we have the freedom to do that on some level, and obviously we probably can evolve to people that can, uh, in one way or another, bend the world to our will, right? There's creativity, there's all these wonderful things, and that's really important. But we're not going to be able to do that from just a place of a separate self that's trying to affect the world. We're going to need to understand acceptance and surrender on a certain level um, to really get to the ending of problems uh, forever. So there's that. So just to be completely redundant and really bang home the point of this talk, when we're dissatisfied, when we've come across a problem in our life, we have two things we can do. We can try to affect it externally. We can try and bend the world to our will and change things. Or we can accept what's going on and sit with it and actually be still. It sounds like do nothing, but it's actually uh, much more courageous than that. Surrender and acceptance are actually really, really, really powerful things. Um, and in a lot of ways, they're the answer to a lot of our issues in the world today. So I've gone through why trying to bend the world, you know, to our will works sometimes. It, it seems to work sometimes, but it doesn't work all the time. And that's because it's really a moving target. As we tend to have success, we tend to have higher imagination. And as we remain separate away from the moment, as, as we're more and more in self, as we're more and more in ego, we have more and more desires. And with those desires come these conflicts of this moment is not how I want it to be. So we keep coming back to that, and we keep making every effort to change this moment to our will. Um, whether that's turning off through drugs and alcohol and addiction or TV to sort of numb out, or whether that's to you know get angry at a situation or whatever those things are. Bending the world to our will, we only have... We can only do that some of the time. We can only do that a little bit. And uh, and, and it, it's sort of silly to even try and define how much that is or, or any of that stuff. But I think that if we all look at it, you can see that some things are under our control, some things are not, right? So what's the other side of that? What's the sort of being still part? The biggest thing that I need to tell you today is that that one always works. That if we learn to actually be still through our problems, problems actually vanish and that is because there can't be a problem in stillness uh, problems are basically they come from the self being separate and that separateness having uh, you know we're going back to the same theme an opinion and a, and a judgment on the moment and being dissatisfied with it not being happy and so learning to actually dive into the moment and dive into stillness and just feel what's really there without comparison without that comparison you can't have a problem the problem actually goes away and that sounds really sort of hocus pocus well you're just playing with words whatever but try it out actually test it out the next time that you become aware and until we start working with this in the beginning we're not even really that aware when we're you know, upset. Sometimes we're just blindly upset and we feel very justified in it and we feel very, this is how I'm supposed to be right now and et cetera, et cetera. But when we start to wake up like, oh wait, I am kind of disturbed and I'm not happy right now. Bring your attention back to your breath. Bring it back to the breath. Bring it back to the breath, moment to moment, and just watch how the situation sort of morphs. Watch how it changes. And then watch when you 
decide to grab onto the problem again and take a separate stance. In the beginning, you're going to dance between these two states pretty quickly. Uh, but you'll see that as you give your attention to your breath and the moment and the feeling, whatever it is, just accept whatever it is, whether it's a burning in your stomach because you've been embarrassed or, uh, or an anger, um, just feel that without comparison. Get good at diving into the moment fully. And then you'll watch your mind be pulled out of it, and you'll get mad again. And then you'll see, wait, when I'm here, oh, I can deal with it. I can deal with that. That right there is the ending of problems. If we can learn to dive into the moment away from that separate self, we won't have any conflict anymore. Um, so that's an amazingly grandiose statement. That's an amazingly large claim to say we won't have problems anymore. Problems will still arise, but you now will have the tools to deal with it. You'll now have the ability to see that you don't have to react to things uh, from a place of conflict and judgment. So the separate self can only affect so much. It can only create so much, and then it conflicts with other selves, and it conflicts with other things that are out there, and it can't, it can't actually uh, end all problems for itself. But learning to be an expression of a separate self that has the capacity to sort of dive into the present moment and be still and at one with things, especially every time a problem comes up, that is truly a next level of, of existence, truly a next level of, of being. So there's that. So let me now go on to say that, and this will be a little bit contradictory to what I started this talk with, which was sort of soft, draw you in, you know, be nice, nice. Um, but on some level, I'm kind of almost saying that the self, that you and me, actually are the problem. And that's actually true. That is actually, that's the deal right there. Um, a lot of great mystics have said things like, you know, die to yourself every moment so that an eternal you can be born. Um, St. Francis said that, I believe, and a few other people. It's, and well, a few other people, tons of other people have said that. The ego, right, I, the last thing I want to do is make it a villain because I think that's a big mistake in some new agey, you know, type things that we should just never, ever have any expression of the ego, that we need to kill the ego. Um, I, I don't agree with that. I think a, a healthy ego and an evolved ego is uh, really important. But if we're only ego, if we're only on that side of the coin, uh, and I'm going to bang this home again, I know that people are probably tired of me saying this by now, if we're only ego, we're we're not giving it, uh, we're just, we're not fully understanding what's going on. We need to understand that a fully evolved ego knows when it's become the problem and knows when it needs to be quiet and sort of, you know, kill itself as it were to uh, end that separate self and sort of dive back into the moment and just be still. Um, that killing, by the way, isn't permanent. It's just um, it's just the ability to sort of have that other state of being, that other state of mind. So there's that. So to wrap up, let's go through this just real quick one more time. All problems are this. Uh, they're the time that we have decided that something is not as we want it to be. So there's a conflict between what is and what we want. There are two things we can do about that. One, we can make things how we want them, which only works some of the time. 
or we can learn to accept things as they are and this always works we can learn to through stillness and acceptance uh, actually dissolve problems and uh, sadly we need to stop choosing the wrong one of those two they're not they're not two different things entirely it's not that you stop affecting the world it's not that you stop trying to affect change if your boss comes up and gets in your face uh, about a problem at work obviously you're gonna take steps to correct that but try and do it from a place of stillness and um, make sure that as you're bothered by things that you keep bringing your attention back to the moment back to the energy underneath your breath because obviously I said before you might have your head being held underwater how are you gonna actually bring your attention to your breath then what I mean by that is the energy under your breath that I talked about before whatever is in the moment accept and sort of melt into the isness I want to thank you all very very much for listening this is Rob Scott with fundamental shift and please be kind to one another and have a great day